Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey, guys. Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Monday. Hope you guys had a great weekend. What a weekend in New York City. You can tell by my voice that it was a great weekend. Saw some musicals. Saw some uh, friends. Had a great time. Shows were killer at Gotham Comedy Club. You're one of the best in the world. Thank you to everyone that came out to the shows. Really having a blast on stage right now. And uh, these shows were no exception. All fun, all different. Um, had some surprise guests. A little John Renitsky. little Joy McIntyre tonight to close out the weekend. Just a blast. So uh, thanks for coming out. What a treat. Ended it with a little uh, rendezvous at my buddy Sal's place. Uh, Sal Volcano. His new place. Um, it's a big deal to get a new place. You know? So I, I had to go see it. I hadn't, see, I hadn't seen him in a while. So it was a good hang. He's got uh, Austin Powers pinball. So what more can you ask for? I mean, you can ask for more than that, but you're kind of getting greedy at that point. You know, Austin Powers pinball is a lot. So just be thankful for that. (laughs) Um, Today's episode is a special episode. Holy shit. Donald Weber is today's guest on the About Last Night podcast. First time fellow Trojan went to college with this dude and uh, he's as talented as they come. Holy shit. Triple threat. Um, played Hamilton on Broadway, uh, is now going to play Aaron Burr in Puerto Rico with Lin-Manuel Miranda, who created Hamilton. Uh, he's been in Motown. He's been in, uh, The Wiz Live. Uh, he's been in Holler If You Hear Me. He's been, uh, in, uh, Jersey Boys. He's done it all. Um, and his journey is insane. It's, there's so much you don't know about people until you really sit down and have an intimate chat. And Donald is a fascinating, inspiring, intelligent dude. And uh, lucky to call him a pal. Lucky to be uh, to get to be around him. Uh, he's got a, a an infectious energy and uh, and a great story and a, and a you know just just getting started. So this is a great episode. Uh, follow Donald on social media at Donald Weber. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy. Brad at Funny Brad at Alien Podcast. This weekend I'll be in uh, St. Louis at the Helium Comedy Club um, Thursday through Saturday, November 29th through December first. Helium Comedy Club, St. Louis. Adam Ray Live. Come see me. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. Live ALN podcast is Wednesday, November 28th. Uh, so fun. Denver, Comedy Works Downtown. First live ALN ever. Comedy Works Downtown, November 28th, 8 p.m. Get your tickets at ComedyWorks.com or AdamRayComedy.com. Uh, this weekend, Brad will be at Comedy Works Downtown after the live ALN Thursday through Sunday. Get your tickets at BradWilliamsComedy.com. About last night, podcast.com for past, present episodes and merch. Uh, ShopAdamRay.com for all my merch. Uh, Shira on Netflix. Check it out. I play Swift Wind. Sheila's uh, Sheila. <laughs> oh, my God. Her real name is Sheila, but she goes by Shira. I play her talking horse sidekick, Swift Wind. Get that on Netflix right now. Um, what else? About last night pod at gmail.com. Email us your fan emails, where you got the pod, how you get into it, uh, how you listen to it, what your favorite moments are, and we'll read some of those fan mails on upcoming episodes. Give you a chance to win some free merch. 
All right. I think that's it. A lot of great eps coming up. Tiffany Amber Thiessen is getting recorded tomorrow. Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell, baby. And the best of ALNs are on their way. So make sure you're subscribed on iTunes so you can get all the fun. Comment on the iTunes page. Leave a five-star rating. We appreciate the love. Now we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Donald Weber. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Yeah, dude. So I think it was, yeah, we were in the street in New York and uh, yeah, if you had seen me right before the pick in the end zone, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. yeah, dude, I mean, I don't even, uh, I probably would have just assumed that, you know, whatever I was doing that day was cursed. So I would be like, well, I can't see Donald ever again because <laughs> right. well, I think we were on the way to the game that day. I, yeah, I, I just distinctly remember you were wearing a Seahawks beanie. Yep. And you had this huge shit eating grin on your face. And <laughs> Sounds it was about like, right. It was amazing, man. I just remember being like, wow, this guy is on cloud nine. The and city I hadn't was bonkers. seen you in so long yeah. at that moment. When, because uh, you were two years below me, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I remember you, you know, it's so funny. It's like, being in musical theater, like I did all through high school and then had to succeed my freshman year. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, man, musical theater is a lot of fun. And I'm, dude, I'm in a college play and it's actually, everyone's super talented. I'm pretty good. Right. And then were you in Anything Goes? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember I was dating a girl that was in the show and I went and saw it and I remember distinctly being like, oh no, that's that's what you do when you're the shit. Like <laughs> seeing you and I was like, oh, okay, I'm actually dog shit. Like this uh, guy's unbelievable. Wow. You're very talented, yeah. Adam. So that is, that makes <laughs> hey, I found other paths. Happy. Yeah, but, but you were crushing it, dude. I mean, like, you had to. Has musical theater been something that's just like from the get go? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you grew know, up in L. A. Right? Yeah, I grew up in L. A. Born and raised, and you know everything. I mean, I, I, you know, college in L. A. Obviously, yeah, fight on, yeah. Um, but yeah, I at some point when I was in sixth grade, it was just kind of like, the, you are going to do musicals. You're going to do musicals. And I was like, okay, great. A friend of mine was like, hey, I'm in The Wiz. And this is sixth grade. And he's like, I'm in The Wiz, but I don't sing. And I'm playing the Tin Man. And I was like, okay. He was like, can you sing for me? And I was like, in the show? And would you like lip sync? Yeah. So he would would say, he would, you know, he'd do the the lines. And he'd say, you know, I'm the Tin Man. And then (laughs) the music would go, and he'd give me the mic and I'd sing it. And oh so I had my a, God! Well, yeah, we were there were two Tin Mans on stage, and uh, it proved to be successful because the lion then decided he didn't want to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just got cold feet. And was yeah. like, "Shit, man! Like, Let this there's clearly better pipes yeah. out here." Yeah. Wait. So, so, did the directors have to scramble, or is it like because no, the kids the, just came together, being like, "Yo, like this guy, this guy's amazing." So they introduced me to the director, and the director was like, "Well, where have you been?" Wait. So you were you in the show? No, I hadn't been. In, I just was a kid in school. I had been playing baseball. You know, I wasn't... Yeah, you're an athlete, too. I didn't know this musical theater life existed. That's crazy. I had no idea. How did you have such a good uh, set of singing? 
Well, I grew up in church and that's just what we do. You know what I mean? Like every Sunday, grab your hymnals and you sing with everyone. Is it just like you see in the movies? Just like you see in the movies. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, for sure. See, temple choir, not the same thing. No. Like very, I mean, like, you know, as I got older, there were some like younger kids that got in sure. and added some funk, but like dude, not even close to what you were experiencing. I mean, I will say when I, when I was growing up, we weren't allowed to snap in church. Like, you know, like when you're, you know, keeping the beat. Oh, yeah. Instead of clapping, you would snap. You know, that's the cool thing to do in the yeah. 90s. But it, it, we weren't allowed to snap until probably about the early 2000s. Fuck. Yeah. That was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was huge. That's like when iPods came out. Yeah, yeah. man. We could snap in <laughs> church <laughs> and not go to hell. It was great. No, it's Jesus. great. Jesus. Um, Wait, so then, so you knew you could sing from that and like your family yeah, oh, was yeah. recognizing like, yeah, this guy's. 100%. But was it still just like kind of a hobby? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I sang in church all the time. So like, you know, it was, it was you know, I. I don't know if it was as much as a hobby as much as it was, you know, because church, when you're singing, this is an expression. Yeah. You know, it's always like about, you know, you're either singing, you know, thanking God for something or yes. praising him for something. And it's always an emotional attachment to singing. Right. So I think once I uh, was involved in musical theater, I think that pretty much, you know, that came as a given. It was like anytime you sing, there's an emotional attachment to it. And I think that, you know, came from my, you know, singing in church fuck dude yeah and so when you get brought in now in the whiz and yeah. you're like all right this guy's gonna take over yeah now that's your first time in doing it in, in front of play people ever like yeah. in front of an audience that is yeah because in church you're you're all doing it together you're yeah, not up doing you weren't together. up on the every night you know I, I would have solos so i would sing you know down front center yeah you know we had church plays and church musicals okay, yeah, yeah. like for you know and jesus was born yeah and <laughs> mary you know was scared yeah, yeah. of the angels and you know but it was never like uh there was no stage involved or lights, or, right? You know, so that was or costumes. Even it was just kind of like this was the first time my mother made sure I was costumed for each character I played. We I remember we went to this place in L.A. that I don't even know if it, it exists anymore, but I literally wore the exact same thing the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz wore. Oh my god! Because they had you know they had you know designed it yeah based off of that guy, and so they just had this thing in like storage. At this huge costume shop, and I wish I remembered the name of it. She probably would. So she was like stage mom to the stars. I mean, oh, she just man. like she locked in once. She once you gave a little like yeah. taste of like, I think I might be doing this. She oh, was she was. Like, oh, I'm in it. To great. Win it. So when do we go costume shopping? Wow, you know? dude, that's crucial, right? It was amazing. The lion. I even had like mittens that were you know <laughs> at the ends of them. They had the lion claws on them. Like it was ridiculous. Holy shit. Yeah. So did you? Do you remember that feeling of? Then stepping in and singing as the Tin Man. By the way, I yeah. also played the Tin Man and the Wiz. Amazing. Junior year in high school in Seattle at Shorecrest High School. Um, probably, you know, look, I'm going to say we probably had different takes on the character. <laughs> um, it was so funny because I remember when we did it, it was like even kids at high school yeah. were like, we're doing the Wiz? Like, we literally <laughs> oh, got three black Wiz. kids. You didn't even do the Wizard of Oz. You no, did the Wiz. The Wiz, dude. I oh, eased on down the road, man. Out, Slide man. some oil to me, man. Yeah. Uh, that's why when you did it live on NBC, I was like so fired up, dude. Yeah. Because um, it was, I mean, you just crushed that, dude. And that was, I mean, it's one of my favorite shows. That, yeah. um, Thank you, man. That, so so to see, uh, to know that you did that back in the day and that was your first yeah. thing. I mean, it's like you get a taste of that. And now you're like, okay, I think this is going to be a part of sure. what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, you know, I, it was like I found my folks. You know what I mean? I, I, like I said, I played baseball for a long time. I was not good at basketball, but I was good at football too. 
So like, you know, those are my boys. You know what I'm saying? I can yeah. play with the boys and these are my boys. And then, you know, the whiz came and I was like, that's a beautiful woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, dude. That's right? a beautiful woman. Oh man. And so we are, we can all be together. All right. I like this more now. Yeah, right. Oh, what? Back back rub side stage? All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh, we're all oh, hanging oh. out after? Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. No, and then and then it's a it was a, it's a really special community, man. Yeah, like, man. And there's something I mean, I think athletics are definitely uh comparable to the theater world as far sure. as like, you know, having this tight knit group and like working towards a yeah. a common goal, but like I don't know, man, those like rehearsals and the the nitty gritty and the uh it's just a different uh variable that goes yeah. into like rehearsing for like a, a musical or a play right like yes. what do you think that that difference is that made you uh you know gravitate uh, towards well it? for one thing you're not running laps yeah <laughs> you're you're indoors yeah rain or shine the weather's not gonna change pretty awesome you know what i mean you can regulate the temperature yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh man it's just so on much and off stage on and off yeah. stage you know you can i mean i, I don't know i think that was probably my favorite thing about it, just being able to like, oh man, no matter what, if it's raining or or, or not outside, we're gonna have play practice. Yeah, we're gonna have rehearsal, and that was always kind of sad for me in football. It'd be like, well, it's raining outside. We, you know, the kids can't get sick, so we're not gonna. Yeah, practice right. Today. And you'd be like, oh, like you spend all day wanting Thinking to go about to practice. practice. Yeah, dude. You know, and so like you're like, oh man, we've got like four more hours of school left, but we'll have those those three hours of practice. Yeah. And, you know, then that just so, you know, you you would get let down, but you can't get let down in the theater. When did you know you wanted to? Uh, so high school, then you must have dominated. So oh, once man. you figured out I elementary school, school. Yeah. you were just like all about it. Well, but I was still holding on because at in elementary school we were able to. I was still able to play baseball. Once I realized I, I was still able to play baseball and football. Once I got to high school, it was a choice. It was like you can either do the spring musical or spring training. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and. My drama teacher came up to me before he was my drama teacher, and he was like, "Look, you know, you don't have to answer this right now, but you think you're going to be a baseball player when you get older, or are you going to be an actor?" And I knew I didn't have to answer it right then, but I knew I was like, oh, "I'm going to be an actor." Yeah, you know, I knew that's what I wanted to do. It was like, it wasn't even as deep as like a guttural sense. It was just like a quick, like, "Yeah, I want to be an actor. I know that," you know. And he was like, great. Thank God then, that he threw that you well, know, emotional curveball at you. Right? It was great. I mean. Just to have to think about it in that moment and go, oh, shit. Yeah. I know what it is. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't that, you know, when I think about it now, I'm like, wow, I guess it, it could have been a really big deal. I mean, I had won like home run hitting championships in oh, my damn, little league. I mean, yeah. you know, like it was it wasn't. I wasn't LeBron James of baseball. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but you knew that you had some skills that if yeah. you really like made that your path, sure, you could if, have dominated. In like that we too. could do this. Yeah, and and St. Bernard's where I went to high school in Playa del Rey and Cali was, you know, at the time known for baseball, and so it was like oh, shit. this could really be a thing. One of the guys who was in my class who played at the same little league as I got drafted out of high school. You know what I mean? So like, they were birthing players, fuck, professional dude. players, man. So. But it was a, and and the high school like the shows that they would put on, man. I remember going when I was in eighth grade, and just you know as a prospective student, yeah. And they put on Grease, and you know Bernard's was like, you know half, you know maybe fifty percent African American students, you know forty nine percent 
um, Hispanic students and then like 1% everything else. And so I remember watching Greece with like, you know, black guys as the lead being <laughs> like, wow. Dude, this is what we did with Wiz. We had one Filipino kid yeah. and two black girls in the Wiz and then all white cast. So everyone's just like, all right, I guess like let's do it. Open I guess yeah. Door policy for this shit. Well, and but what was so wild to me was I. Was I she guess, had a black Danny Zuko. Yeah, absolutely. Dope. Actually, no, Danny Zuko was uh, Darius Zuko. Was uh, <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> Danny Zuko was of Hispanic descent, Hispanic nationality. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, how to, descent, okay. yeah. And so, uh, and his name's actually Danny. That's hilarious. Um, but but the guy who played. Uh, Moon, blue moon. Oh, um, yeah, uh, Frankie. No, the um, the Teen Angel, right? Teen Angel, right? Brandon Lucas was a black guy who sang like I'd never heard anybody sing. Whoa! And and then to find out after the show he was a freshman. You know what I mean? And I was just like, oh, oh, that's I want to be away. a part of this. Yeah, dude. You know, and like. You know, they all know this story because, like, it was just a thing. It was like, oh, I want to be in this. Mom, I told my mom, I was like, oh, I want to do that. You know, so like any way I can get into the spring musical, it was going to happen. So how'd you do it? Well, you know, we just auditioned, and that was and look. I had that conversation with my drama teacher, and I was like, well, I guess I'm auditioning. And then that was that was all she wrote. Wow, dude, we did a game show over. We did a show he called Gangsters on Broadway. It was in the 1920s. Everybody had a name that sounded like food. You know, my name was uh, there was uh, there, what was my name? Nathan. Oh, what was my last name? I don't know. Something like Stromboli. Yeah, something, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, here we go again. Like yeah. black kids playing these like Johnny Caprese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, but he took songs that were like from sophisticated ladies, from ain't misbehaving, and put them all inside the story about these young gangsters who you know are trying to like woo these girls yeah basically you know and uh some are successful some aren't right and, and you know my character decides to go straight and you know he ends up marrying his girl that he f- fell in love with yeah who didn't want anything to do with him but, you know anyway dude going great. from so high school i mean that's for me it, it's so funny that that's your story because like i quit football my sophomore year of high school to yeah. play danny zuko in greece wow. because i was same thing where it was like sports and theater and i like had to make a choice at one point you know yeah. because you're just like you get to a point where you know especially in high school you know they're like hey man these things require a certain amount of dedication and time and you can't do everything because yeah. of the timing and uh and same thing man like having to pick but like just kind of knew i remember telling my mom i was like if i play football i'm gonna be playing to please the coach i want to do the play and she's like well you can't live your life to please other people like that's what you want to do you gotta do that and um and uh yeah so it was like you know a game changer and i feel like in high school too if you do have a program that's dope like you said you did and ours was too that is like i look back now and and i've seen some shows in my high school since and like the crop of kids just are different, man. The the director and the costume ladies that we had aren't the same. And like, mm. I don't know if you had that same experience where you had a fortunate group when you did your shows where you're like, oh man, I got a killer, uh, you know, just class with me that's going up, yeah. putting on these shows that makes you better, right? Just being around yeah. them. Oh, for sure. Well, in my class, and I mean like, so two years after I had gotten in, so like I was a junior when this unbelievable talent came in as a freshman 
who is currently the lead in Waitress right now. Her name's Nicolette Robinson. No way. Um, yeah, she's like literally. We went to school. We were in the same high school. No way. Yeah, we. Were, it was like clearly you, know, you guys have discussed this. I, oh, yeah, many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy because now her face is like over billboards, baby. Every billboard in New York City. It's like, yo, this is our life. You know, that's crazy. And um, it's just wild because. We grew up together. We grew up talking about this. Did you? Yeah, we grew up. We would, you know, we were doing my senior year. The play was Dark of the Moon, and I played this like crazy guy who sounds like this. Nice. You know, some taters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, but you know, but like he was, but very seriously. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And um, she was my love interest. This guy who's actually a witch boy who like he, you know, he flies over the the nighttime sky every night because he just longs to be a human. And so finally, he sees this woman who he falls in love with, and he prays to, like, the conjure man or whatever, like, whoever it is, this guy, to, like, let him be human so that he can go and be with her. And they're like, well, that's fine, but if you do that and she doesn't love you, she chooses not to marry you or whatever, you have to return here. And, you know, the part of the bargain is if she decide, if she cheats on you or something like that, yeah then she has to die. It's it's horrible. I mean like it's damn really sad and, and I mean Did this in high school? Yeah. Fuck. I mean but it was a it was but that's the kind of material that the two of us kind I demand it's not the right word but our director was like you have to do this. Well that's huge. You that know they're I mean? recognizing that you guys so, are dope and they're like oh we got to push gosh. you. But right? it wasn't just the two of us. There's so many people Zosha Rockmore who <laughs> she was in, she's incredible. She was one year above me. And then she went on to star in uh, a movie called Precious. She's now one of the leads. It's a series regular on on New Girl. Not now is, but has been Damn. forever. And like, she is probably one of the you know quickest rising stars we have right now. That's like, sick. And she, we were in school together. So that makes you better being around that, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, iron sharpens iron is a real yeah. thing, man. You know, fuck. It was awesome. So, uh, all right. So then, just show after show is just. Uh, you guys, is is a director just continuing to pick material to push you guys? Yeah, oh throughout? for sure, yeah for sure. In fact, my final musical that I did my senior year, I remember being so sad. Yeah, because did you know where you were going at this point? At this point, before the musical, I wasn't sure. Yeah, like I I was I still had to audition for USC, and I hadn't done that yet before we did the musical. So I'm still like I'm not sure where I'm going. I'm always so curious too with kids of your caliber that are. Th- thinking of this as the this is where you want to be right yeah. once you get into musical theater you're like I want to then be, in, be New in New York, York on Broadway right yeah. Yeah. so I'm like when but then you you know I know people that have left right after college people that skipped college and did right. it people that waited went to college and went to grad school then did it I mean like yeah is there a right time or no I mean everybody's different right everybody's yeah. path is different yeah my my aunt in particular she was like Go get that paper. That was all what she was like. Go get that paper. I remember being little growing up and my mom and dad always been like, yeah, going to college. You're going to college. Yeah. And so it just kind of became a thing where I was like, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah. And it helped that once I got to USC, you know, there were teachers who were like, look, you can go out right now and you could probably have a get on shows. yeah, Yeah. You could probably make this happen tomorrow or you can stay here and see what else we've got for you and Stephanie Shorier was like that. Oh, yeah. She definitely was one what, uh, my junior year. And she was like, look, you can go and you can audition and you will be booked. Um, I have no doubt in my mind. But she's like, the things that you could, you know, learn these next two years could really elevate you. And, you know, she's 
and she was just being real honest with yeah. me. Um, I really appreciated that because there was a piece of me that was like, even though I, I don't think my parents would have ever been like, yeah, supportive of yeah, that move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you but know, it's cool to hear for a second, like, yeah, oh, man, I can just I go do now it? and start, dude. It was like my inner mind. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey man, yeah. Hey Donna, man, go make that money. Hey, it's man. New York, man. Come on, <laughs> it's Johnny Caprese waiting hey, for you, yeah, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't high school no more, man. You can get paid for this stuff, bro. Oh, word. The girls are older, man. Yeah, yeah. Big younger dudes like you. <laughs> exactly. Wait, so take me back to that last show again in high school. You said you were my last. Ad- you had an audition for SC. Yes, yes, my last show in high school. So, you know, by then. I was the lead. Like, you know, you play the leads in the shows. Yeah. And my final show in high school, my director, so he had already known pretty much where we were going to land in the cast. And all I wanted to do was be the lead my final year. The guy. The guy. Right? Because you'd had supporting leads and- Oh, no. I'd been the lead. I'd been the lead. You know, sophomore year, I played Tony in West Side Story. Wow. Junior year, I was Pippin and Pippin. Wow. So, you could say I was being greedy, but, you know, it was my senior year in high school, right? Yeah. I wanted that last little- Junior year, sophomore year, I was Scotty Pippin for Halloween. I thought you were going to take me on a tangent. Uh, yeah, I still have not seen Pippin. I feel bad about that. Is it incredible? I love the show. Yeah, I lo- every every version I've seen of it or had a chance to be a part of is always like it's amazing. So you're crushing that, and then your senior, so your last show, you're like, I want to go out on a bang. I want this to be like my big time, my send off. Yes, my send off, and I'm going to be the lead in it. You know, and the auditions came, the auditions went, and I remember auditioning for this lead guy. He was a dark character who had like all these, and I was like, oh, great got it but i also remember auditioning for the supporting role and the supporting role like called for you know him to be nerdy so i was like bet i could do that too like yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. at this point i'm kind of showing out a little bit yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. the way we auditioned in high school you audition in front of everybody right it's a learning experience for all of us well, in front of everyone who's trying to get in yes 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 Damn. everyone everyone's in the in the classroom and you go up on the stage with your script or whatever and you do the thing and so, like, I remember doing it and being like, and I went full geek. I went full nerd on him, you know. Went full Oracle. Yeah, yeah, because in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm going to be the lead. Like, you know, let me just go ahead and put my foot in yeah, this today, yeah. you know. <laughs> so maybe somebody will, you know, take take from, you know, this yeah. or whatever. And, uh, and then the cast list came out and I got that role. And I remember being so like, oh, man, like, I really wanted to play the guy, my final show. And... That was the biggest lesson I'd learned because I I went to the director and I was like, "Hey, what's up? Did I do something wrong? Did I offend it's you?" My last Did show, I, man. Know, I, thought I, know, thinking, I thought we had a deal. <laughs> like I thought this was and I'm trying to go to New York with some confidence. Yeah, man. and he did not take kindly to that, and it was one of the best lessons I had ever learned because you know basically he was like, "Look, this is first of all, this is a program, right?" I am, I am, it was like a college program, like where, you know, a college football program. Look, the next guy is going to have to step up next year when you're gone. When all my seniors are gone, I'm still going to have juniors, sophomores, freshmen. Yep. And you've had your opportunity to do all this great stuff and you've done great things. Guess what? At some point, and this was also a different point he was making. At some point in your life, you're going to play the supporting person. So you need to know what that's like. If I'm if I'm your teacher right now, I'm telling you this is going to be an important part of your life too. You you will not always play the guy. 
Yeah, he wanted to get you accustomed yeah. and conditioned to that mindset, yeah? And he was, yes. And he was basically being like, look, you're going to go out into this big old pond. And yeah. There's a bunch of people who can play the guy, but you can also play this guy. And Whoa. he was like, "I, when you leave here, I want, I want to be able to say, yeah, he can play this, he can play this, he can play that, you know? And he that's just really how I felt. Your mindset. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. And so I took to that. I was like, oh, of course. So then did that become then your focus where it was like, yo, I'm going to like almost in stand up where it's like when you're starting out and you're trying to get spots, you know, there's a lot more opportunities to host than mm-hmm. there is to just to get on a show because their shows are always looking for somebody just to host. So it's okay. like when you got little experience, you're like, oh, I'll host just so I can get a spot, yeah. you know? So in the same token, is it like, all right, well, look, I'm going into this big pond where there's a lot of seasoned people above me that are going to be considered right out of the bat for these parts. Yeah. So I should make my focus like some of these dope supporting parts. 100%. And just and build up from there. Yeah. And it taught me about us, that word us. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like, you mean to tell me you're looking out just for you? in this program like it's not just about you you know and i and i needed that at 17 going on 18 to get my feelings hurt and be like no it's about the show it's not about you your senior year or you as the guy yeah this is about how best can this show work and this show works best when you're playing this guy damn dude oh okay how fortunate were you to get that at that stage dude are you kidding me some people haven't figured that out now i know I know, and I'm so thankful, man. And, and shout shout him out, Doug Griffin. Fuck yeah, Doug. And he, yeah, he he really, and he still is in my life today. We talk often. Oh yeah, just has about he come out here to see? Uh, oh yeah, sh- wow, dude. I mean, just other. tears of joy, probably right. Yeah. Like, so that's insane, dude. All right, so that's huge. Now that you're going yeah. to college and you're like, yeah. All right, now I'm gonna take this with me. Wait, when does does American Idol happen while you're in at SC or before? It happened after. After I say, okay, yeah. we'll put a pin in that. But because okay, uh, I totally forgot about that when I was just like, you know, looking up some stuff on you. So much that I already know just from following your career, which yeah, yeah. is so is so incredible, by the way, dude. It's like, I mean, there's certain people like, I'd say you and Beck that I met at SC and saw that I was just like, mm, yeah, I mean, just when, you know what I'm saying? Dude, and uh, that's awesome. Thank and you, so, uh, you know, so many people I'm sure share that sentiment where it's like, it's so fun to, you know, have a connection to somebody that's like, but also being very aware that like the work that is required of this, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. so, I'm sure there are a lot of people that do, you know, family and friends alike and people that just um, were acquaintances that looked at you and go, yeah, dude, he was freakishly talented. Of course, he's about to go to Puerto Rico with uh, Lin-Manuel and do Hamilton there for the first, like, you know, it's people crazy. that just go, yeah, of course, man. But it's like, it's crazy. dude, do you even know, right? Like, I'm sure you're probably so quick to be like, dude, the work that has gone in yeah, and man. the steps, like, it didn't, ju- I didn't just land in New York and just. Nah, <laughs> nah, I didn't. I mean, that is extremely flattering though, but I feel like, you know, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I, I lead a faith, like built life yeah. I guess is the right way to say that because like everything I do I feel like it's I think we're on this earth once and I just don't believe that we're here you know to not get what we want it out of it you know what I mean yeah, dude. and so like I just I don't know man I I feel like I think that's just my mindset. I'm always like, you that's know, a brilliant way to put it, by the way. Yeah, that's, man. I mean, it's very profound and simple at the same time where it's just like you get one of them. Why yeah. would you try to get, we get all the stuff that you yeah. want? You know how to do it. 
So like, and I I do believe I believe in positive thinking, you know. So like, I'm always like, man, cool. If if something quote in quotes didn't work out, that means something else will. You know what I mean? It yep. opens the door for something else. Yep. And like, you know, I will say though, like, as far as the work, like, it's been, it's been, it's it's hard, yo. It's yeah. hard. It's hard because, you know, your mind in this business can play tricks on you too. You know, you'll be somewhere and you'll be like, man, I'm really making it happen. I'm yeah. I'm I'm in the ensemble in Hamilton on Broadway. I'm yeah. really making it happen. Yeah. And huge accomplishment. But then, huge accomplishment. But then what? Then some little thing comes in and slips in your mind to yeah, well, intercept that. You know, the business is so interesting here because you're you you work really, really hard. Right. And so the first thing is you work really hard to try to make it look easy. Yeah. And so, you know. It's hard because, you know, some people who, you know, mean well will say, you know, things like or or will want like, hey, yo, let's go out after this. And you're like, man, I, I would. I just I can't. Yeah. Because I've been dancing for three hours, my man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. all right. Well, then let's let's get up. Um, Oh, we do it eight times a week. Yeah. All right. Um, And you just start to feel like. Dang. And then the other thing to that is sacrifices. You right? feel, yeah. You have to make sacrifices. The other thing to that is, you know, you start realizing there are things outside of the building that you're not able to take part in. Right. There's like, you know, I remember there was one show in particular at Hamilton where I was literally standing uh, in the same spot I had stood maybe for 300 shows in a row. And I remember looking at a sign and you know facing the same direction and i just remember thinking to myself this was around around the time of um oh man it was a big walk anyway it was, it was a march it was a march a yeah. big march and i want to say it was just in you know response to gun violence and, sure you know and i remember wanting to be there so badly you know, and and this is the part where the I think the business plays a little trick on you, right? Because a show like Hamilton really does change people's lives, yeah. right? So you know you're a part of that, but then there's still the outside of that building. It's like, man, well, I, I wish I could go in March right now. Yeah, but you can't because you know you're you're Got you're working. You yeah. have to do this, yeah. and so you know it's that grass is greener thing, right? So at some point you got to like condition yourself to know that when you're at your job or your workplace or, you know, your show or whatever, you got to go, I'm, you have to condition yourself to be in that moment right then. And then nothing else can really get inside there. Nothing can penetrate your mind then. And it'll make you stronger for when you get out. Because what happened for me was I, I stood there and I thought, man, I can't go to this March. And then I was like, I got to get back in this show. Great. When I, when I'm, as soon as I leave these these walls of this Richard Rogers theater, I'm gonna figure out how to involve myself in something. And then boom. As soon as I got out, I called my wife and I was like, We gotta do something. I don't know how, I don't know what. And we just started to talk to our friends and like, what are you doing? Is there something we can something we can, you know? So we ended up working with um this amazing organization called the Felix Organization. Yeah who I'm obsessed with, you know, and they, uh, they take in, you know, kids who are orphans and like, you know, they basically afford them things that they wouldn't be able to do themselves. For example, go and see a show, 
you know, go let these are some kids who can't afford $10 to go to see, you know, put their, you know, a Hamilton lottery ticket. You know, this, this organization gifts it to them. They'll, they'll buy the $500 seat so that these kids can sit up front. You know what I mean? And, or, or like they take them on camp, like this camp, like far away for like, you know, three weeks, just so that these New York kids can see what it's like to be surrounded by green. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trees and like, it's just amazing, man. So we involved ourselves heavily with them. Um, and it was just, you know, just this little like drop. Of, you needed that, right? We needed to something do to something. Kind of like attach yourself to the outside world. Yeah. Because, like, and I feel like you can probably attest to this, just the grind. You can get so one track mind yeah. of just like work, work, work. And, you know, recognizing sacrifices. I mean, this happened, uh, I'm sure, for both of us when we graduated and you get on that. All right. Now I'm out of the structure of school and now it's like i gotta build something out of nothing i've got this like base to work with but now it's all on me yeah and so you do end up like sacrificing relationships and friendships yeah and not hanging as much but but i think what people don't realize is that like and i'm sure this happened with you too where it i started to feel less and less bad about like missing out on like if i couldn't go to a birthday party because i was like i gotta do these four open mics tonight and my buddy would be like Man, but it's just old mics. Like, is anyone gonna be there? I was like, maybe. Yeah. But I gotta do it. Like, this is what I'm doing though. Yeah. And I gotta like, and I was like, can, we can always we can go drink an, another weekend. Like, yeah. Or I can pick pick another night. But then starting to, you know, uh, recognize that you got to put yourself first and how much is required. You know. Yeah. Which is another thing that you, nobody really teaches you. Like, you got that great advice at the end of high school, but it's like you you have to figure out and hope that you have enough awareness, right, to go. Oh shit! This isn't just going to happen. I've got some like great things to build on here, right? That uh, that I've honed, but man, there's a lot of like stuff that's not on the paper that I'm going to have to put in for sure. And then you know, so that's that's huge that you guys got involved with that because you also need that like part of life to be inside you to take to the stage, right? I'm sure you in all your parts, like, yes. like I'm a person. You yeah, know, it's, I'm not losing my chops because I'm just so like always in the theater. Yeah, and just just it's good for the inside, right? Because yeah. you're like. Okay, I I know I'm doing something of from me, right? Hamilton is this amazing thing that was written by someone who's a brilliant, who's a genius, who somehow was able to make this unbelievably moving piece really good too. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's not just like, hey, you should have feelings. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you should have feelings because of this or yeah. because these are the things we're going through now on this earth yeah. or the world, whatever. And, you know, so, and, and here are people who are a part of it, who are going to tell the story. And so like, you feel some ownership when you just go out and you're like, you know what, I'm going to help like this yeah. or I'm going to lend my time here. And yeah. Is it also too, that feeds a little, because the shows are always so, I'm sure you feel like this now with your, you know, Justin mindset of like, this is all us, right? Yeah. So yeah. when you're doing stuff like that, you get to really feed Donald a little bit more for right? sure yeah yeah and you need that yeah absolutely how uh in college like did you split the fun with the work or were you still were you just like nah man blinded? college was fun yeah, yeah college was yeah, f you yeah. in yeah because sc was the fucking shit it was awesome yeah. man we were there when matt leinard reggie bush we had undefeated seasons have you seen that 30 for 30 yes Based, yeah yeah, yeah is yeah, it crazy yeah. we were there at that we time were there yo it's like it was college football i don't think has ever been celebritized or I know put on the map like that and I don't know if it ever will be I, I mean know, look there's right? been teams historically but like 
That was in LA, dude. It was crazy, yo. I mean, Snoop walk around campus it and shit. It was crazy. Like, yeah. Yo, so I was, my freshman year, I was in Cardinal Gardens. Nice. And so I don't know how it happened, but I was teamed up with the number one national high school recruit. Jeff Byers. <laughs> so, dude. so like, so my Isn't freshman that crazy year, how that happens. Yeah, the uh, off that was off campus housing, right? Yeah, it was yeah. off campus, and uh, they just I re- match you up. It just matched us and up. You, and by the way, for anyone listening out there that is going to school or or thinking about it or going back, like you got to make yourself susceptible to the uh, Craigslist roommate situation <laughs> setup, you know, because it's just like college is all about meeting people, right? Yeah, so you're yeah. like, you know. So that's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. So, so like, just about every other week, like, somebody new would come in. Like, Reggie Bush came in. Like, you know, like, Matt came in. Like, we were just, like, these dudes would just be coming in. Lindell, Lindell White. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, and I'd just be sitting there like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> I guess we're cool now. Like, we introduce you and be well, like, yeah. my boy's a singer and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I never needed help getting introduced, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would always... Yeah. When Reggie Bush walked in, like my man was so cool though, man. And like I started talking to this dude, like we like we grew up together. You know what I mean? That's dope. And it was so cool, man. And so like, so another You've guy been that way, yeah. I I mean I think so, it's yeah. Personable. And That's like, my mother. Mad. That's I get yeah. that from my mom. Okay. And treat uh, people like you've known them. I mean, did you yeah. ever have Joe Hacker? As a yes, Joe Hacker, twenty year friend. Yeah, man. That's right? hilarious. Dude, yo. that's it's crazy the nuggets of things that I take away from teachers. And when Joe Hacker said in those commercial classes, or I, I took a villain class from him yeah, once, yeah. and he was like, yeah, the 20 year, like talk to people like you've known them for 20 years. And that doesn't mean like, you know, try to, um, you know, fabricate some sort of like right. ingenuous conversation. He's like, but just like, like, look, like take people in, yeah. you know, and, and, yeah, yeah. And, and don't break down those walls of like, we don't know any, we don't know each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Where insane. you you forget their name because yeah. you were too busy worried about saying how your name sounded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. like yeah, man. Twenty year friend. Which wow. you read, you would just chat about what? We just talk about all kinds of stuff. And so Jeff Byers, who was uh, Jeff Byers and Jeff Schweiger came together. Jeff Schweiger was like the number ten recruit or something. He played defensive end. So like he like he came out and Reggie's out. And so they got their banter going on. Yeah. Because I guess at practice, like Reggie had just ran by him and something like that. You know what I mean? Like, right. But like Jeff Schweiger would tell me, he was like, yeah, Reggie will talk to you while he's on the field. And I was like, yo, for real? You Like, what would you say? And Reggie, would, he'd be like, you know, I'd be running. And like, if I go past somebody, I'd be like, oop, got you. <laughs> I'm like, wait. <laughs> I said, you just say it like that. You don't even like. And Jeff, Jeff demonstrated it. He so like he got up yeah, yeah. and he was like, you know, like he. So Reggie did like a spin on him, and he said something like, "See ya." <laughs> I said, he just said it like that. He goes, "Yeah, it's just like nonchalant." Oh, man. you remember how fast that dude was? He's the fastest. Uh, I mean, even today in the NFL, dude, it's like. It's comparable, you know, I grew up in Seattle with, with Ken Griffey Jr., so yeah. it's like, oh. I think it's comparable to that, where I'm like, I'm watching somebody being like, oh, this time in sports is insane, and I feel yeah. so fortunate that I'm getting to watch a once-in-a-lifetime talent. It was unbelievable, oh, yeah. man. He was so, fa- like, and he was so agile, too, man. Every like, play, there every was a chance play. for something insanely spectacular. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You went to a lot of games? Every game. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I'm, I was also a Yale leader. Oh, that's right. You can ha- you can have that. <laughs> <laughs> you can that's take that. right, dude. I was a yell leader. Oh man, take me down I that life. Loved it. 
Loved it, loved it, loved For it. People because, who don't know, yell leader yep. is the male cheerleader. Yeah, basically a male cheerleader. The difference between us and cheerleaders, though, I must say, That's right. as it's I always leader. do, because you know you got to explain yourself. <laughs> I yeah, grew, if it was I'm, a male cheerleader, it would be called male cheerleader. Yeah. It's, not, it's called yell leader. It's a yell leader. Yeah, dude. That's different. Dude, yes. And so like a yell leader, we basically lead the yells <laughs> versus a cheerleader, which is, you know, leading the cheers. Leading the cheers, yeah. And so, but, but cheerleaders traditionally, like, you know, they are with... Uh, the uh, women cheerleaders yeah. they lifted cheer, them up men yell sure you know? yeah, yeah yeah and so but but the yell leaders we were just we were in we were in charge of lead, literally leading the yells in the entire coliseum which by the way sounds like a bullshit job yeah but not in this school man no, not man. in this uh no. coliseum it's huge the fucking la coliseum where there's a hundred thousand people huge. every game huge oh yeah dude and you guys, I mean, literally in those sections where you were getting chance going, it uh, wasn't just like a 500 people. Yeah, it no, It was no, like, no. no, man, an entire yeah, 50,000. Stadium. Yeah, man. A stadium. Was, and you're and you're leading it, too. Like, it was cool. And you guys had the, um, uh, fuck, what's the instrument? Like, oh, we, oh, yeah. Those, like, like a, cones. Yeah. We had, like, cones where we would. To kind of project <laughs> your voice. Yeah, we, you can never hear us. Unless you're at a ba- basketball game. Yeah, yeah. Yo, but the thing that sucked about being a yell leader I can't believe I'm admitting this. It's a great sentence, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the uh, yeah. chapter 10 of your biography. Yeah, yeah exactly. What sucked about being tell a you, Oprah, what sucked about being a Oh, leader? man. It, in that time period of USC, that era, push-ups. Because oh, yeah. we had to do push-ups for every, every score. Every touchdown, right? Every score. How many would you do? Well. The score, right? Yeah. So like, oh, so, so yeah, it's easy when the game starts. Seven points, great. Seven push-ups, but then seven more points. All right, fourteen push-ups, seven more points. Like, Twenty-one hey guys, push-ups. Man, I think you got the game in check. They put down seventy against Hawaii in the first game. <laughs> I'm sure there's footage somewhere of all of us yell leaders struggling. No, yo, we couldn't do it. That's and, so funny. And the dude. alumni and the students are so uh, they're jacked up, man. Oh yeah, dude. They're counting. So like when we got to, I remember this man. We were in Hawaii feeling great, oh, and you got like to travel with the team. We got to travel with the team. Man. Oh man, dude. It, we got so much swag, and like it was ridiculous, man. It See, was that's ridiculous. so dope that you made that and fit that into your college experience. Yeah, aside from shows, yeah, because we were both in the BFA program, right? Yeah. So like you, they lay your schedule out. You audition for this program. You know, it's it's uh, you know fucking prestigious. Yeah. There's, they take a handful of kids. There's thousands that audition, and they lay out your classes for you pretty rigorously to yeah. where it's like you don't have a lot of time for extra shit so that's dope that you it was great and well what happened was i didn't get cast my freshman year oh shit and so Blessing. i was like right all right cool well i'm gonna do something and so i did like a hip-hop dance about- team oh shit and then mike mclean yeah. told me about yell leaders wow and i was like all right i'll do it you know and that was Damn. the end of did that did you even know anything about it or were you just like i can go to games travel maybe yeah, that was it i was Be like oh, i'm gonna travel we're gonna work i can do this be you know, at all the games, be on the field. All the games, we'll probably go to the Natty. I'll do that. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Well, and the year that I was there, so in order for it, so they're smart. Because they don't want you to just do football season and then bow out. You know, so you got to start in basketball season. And at the time, we weren't very good in basketball. No. So, like, you started. My freshman year, I think, was the last. You came in, yeah, two years after that. Yeah. So, was the last year we were dope for a little bit. And okay. then I think it shifted after we left when they got DeMar DeRozan. And, yeah. Or was he there when you we, were there? You know what? We had OJ Mayo was oh, like yeah. the big, wow. like. okay. That, but that was like, I want to say that was my junior year or yeah, something like that. it was later. But my freshman year, so like I we joined in basketball season, which is like 
spring or something like that, yeah. right? Or winter, I think. And then and then you're allowed to do football season the next year. So football season was my sophomore year. Gotcha. That was the year we played against Texas in the Rose Bowl. Oh man. Vince Young literally ran right in front of me, man. I'm gonna go back and watch that footage. It's the worst. No way. Well you want I've I've tried I've searched everywhere to find like footage of us. Oh really? But there's no no the the angle that they had, the hard yeah. camera yeah, yeah, yeah. is like it cuts Dude, us right is out. Is your heart just sinking as he <sighs> you could probably take yourself right back there, man. There's gonna come a time in a play man. where you're gonna have to access some depressing shit and you're I, gonna take yourself I, back. Every time <laughs> I Oh man, I'm hurting. Dude, how bad did you just want to take your cone and just fucking like run onto the field and be like, dude, I'll take the penalty and the jail time. <laughs> like, I need to take this guy out. I don't know, man. It was probably coming right at you. It, he literally ran right in front of me. What if he just pointed right at you? as he was? <laughs> Yeah, he might as well. It. He might as well. Had. Yeah. But what was crazy was I was so hyped and I was sick. I was sick as a dog because we had done the Rose Parade and it rained. And you know, oh, we're mighty yell leaders. Yeah. So none of us had on jackets or anything. <laughs> and so the next day, the game, I'm sick as all get out, man. Fuck. And I had to do the, I did the whole game sick. But you know, it's the national championship. Yeah, you step it up. And so finally, like, you know, I'm tired. I'm on like all kinds of pills and stuff. And I'm just up and I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to will my team. Like, you know, I, I feel like I had to sit down <laughs> through most of the fourth quarter. And then I was like, no, man, this is Go it. time. Yeah, it's time to get up. <laughs> And so I, I think I stood up since, you know, Reggie missed fourth and two. Yeah. And then I was up the rest of the game. Fuck. I wish you, the sound that the Texas fans made when he ran to the end zone was like, un, unlike anything I ever heard. And I'd been in like Oregon Stadium. Yeah. It was la- like. How was University of Washington in Seattle? Did you go there? Oh, that was great. Yeah. I that's l- a big I loved football it. city and they, they go crazy. We were on upset alert there too. But we, we handled them mightily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were, yeah. Do you feel how much of your like performing abilities come into play there, or is it like it's a different muscle? Or are you definitely like on a stage more or less? Because I no. mean, no, you're at you're 100 percent acting. Well, I mean, I was, yeah. But also, you had this chip on your shoulder because like you know you're gonna score at least 50 points, right? And so basically, you're like, so you are you guys gonna score or not? Yeah. Because do you feel like you were how jacked do you get riding that enthusiasm and that wave of people from? Like cheer, like they, when you're yeah. leading something to get yeah, them yeah. into it, like that's a fucking, it's like I, being a rock star. Yeah, there's nothing like walking through an opposing team stadium, or not even just a state, like their whole campus as a yell leader, you know, with the big old like white sweater, like looking oh, yeah. goofy as all heck. <laughs> but like the band is behind you, and the band, the whole time you're walking through, the drum line's just playing. Oh, yeah. And you feel like, you feel 20 feet tall. And at that time, we really did feel like you, there's nothing you can do. Would you guys walk onto the field with the horse? Yeah, we Dude, walked on the that field. Is insane. Well, not with the horse, but like with you know. Like he would take off and run yeah. through, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Damn, dude, it was amazing. That is, uh, how much does that come up? Like, how many people know about that part of your life? Very little. Yeah. And anytime it comes up, it's the you know people are so intrigued by that. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know. You don't meet a lot of cheerleaders. Yeah. Yell leaders. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, wait, so then uh, so then when you finally got cast in a show yes. at SC, that was, so now when you're eligible, or, or I'm sorry, so you auditioned, you didn't get in. Didn't get Did in. That, now, you kind of brushed by that, but I think that's just probably the way you looked at it, where you're like, all right, I didn't get anything. This There wasn't anything uh, for me this yeah, round yeah, for yeah. shows, right? Is that how you looked at it, or were you like, 
I first was, year of school, I was disappointed. I yeah, I was disappointed. I, you know, I really, I, I thought there was a show that I, I really wanted to be a part of my freshman year, but, you know, luckily I, I have great people in my life who were like, that's all right. You know, you can always do something else. Yeah. Oh, something else other than acting. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not acting, but it was like you can do something. You've now allowed a door to open for something else. Now, did you treat it like an athlete where it's like, I didn't make the team, so I'm going to work harder in the offseason? Oh, absolutely. That was was the one time I decided. So our library, for those who don't know, uh, what was the name of our library? It was um, uh, Dude, not the- Do you remember- not the Massman Theater. The Next house. to EVK. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm looking it up, dude, because that was, I mean, come on, dude. Library. Uh, bullshit exams I studied for there. Oh, my gosh. The amount of theater history classes. Well, they have uh, the biggest, or I, I don't know if it's still the biggest, but at the time it was like the biggest film catalog. And so you could just go there and watch movies. So Levy Library. Levy Library. Wow, dude. Wow. Throwback. What a deep wow. Crazy dude. So you could go to Levy. You ever jump in that fountain? Yeah, of course. Blair's uh, voice class. <laughs> oh, just, uh, just something. Just feel it. Say, just start your monologue now. Right? Wasn't that some yes, assignment yes, where yes, you yes. like you do your monologue just somewhere around campus? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I jumped in a fucking fountain. All right, keep going. <laughs> People are like these theater kids. Are these guys, man. Weird, Who man. are these dudes? Yeah. So Levy Library, man. I was. I made a list. I went home and I. I. It wasn't like immediately after but i was like i gotta do something right so i went home and i I printed out the afi top 100 movies that was the other thing i, I just hadn't seen a lot of movies I, i've seen some movies you know move new movies yeah i hadn't seen anything i didn't know had you seen what, a bunch of musicals though uh give i mean i'd seen maybe like four or five wow so because in la at the time the Pantages, you didn't really go there. Yeah. Because it was, you know, it was in Hollywood. And Hollywood at the time was not clean. It was like, don't go there. No shit. Yeah, man. You did not want to be caught. It was before Staples Center, before like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when I was growing up. So like, Hollywood was like, don't, y'all don't do that. Unless it's daytime. Wow. And even then you're like, yeah. And then, and then the Amundsen Theater had musicals, but mm-hmm. like, we never really were into it like that. You know what I mean? So- Anyway, long story short, I'd maybe seen about four or five. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. Oh, we saw stuff at Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center. Like, oh, cool. Ragtime there. Oh, nice. Anyways, but I printed out this list, AFI Top 100 Movies, and my goal was to watch all of them. And I would go in Levy Library on my lunch, lunch break between classes or whatever, and I'd start a movie and then like get as far as I can get, come back the next day, watch it. And what then, the yeah, when I got to about it's pre DVD too, right? Yes. Well, no, no, no. These were DVDs. I had okay, DVDs. Yeah. Okay. And uh, like their computer, like that's the only way you could get it. You had to like go up to the library and like check out the DVD yeah, and oh, yeah. watch it at their computer. Yep. And so like I would watch it, and then I got bored after like number thirty because I was like, I don't really know what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? But I did know. I was like, I want to know what the best actors and so I, so I went and like got like a list of like who won best actor from like 19 something, something. Right. And I just, just started the greats. This. Yeah, man. You knew that. Yo, I watched some incredible things that to this day still inspire me. Like to like when I, when I'm watching a show now or when I'm a part of a show, even more actually when I'm a part of a show, I do stuff that makes me melt. Like I watched Sean Penn in uh, mystic river. Oh yeah, dude. When he realizes his daughter, I won't, I won't, you know. I mean, it's been out for 20 years now. Okay, man. Like, spoiler <laughs> yeah. alert, yo. Yeah. And guess what? Jurassic Park, Goldblum survives. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so like, yeah. man, when he realizes it's his daughter's possibly over there, yeah, and he runs in and he says to his friend, who's also the cop, you know, he says, "Is that my daughter? Yeah. Is that my daughter?" Yeah, and his the way his voice raised, man, I'll never forget it. Tears just started pouring out of my eyes, yeah. man, and I was like, "That's the kind of stuff I want to do." That's me, man. That's that's what I want to do. Fast forward to like, you know, 15 years later, whatever. It's not even that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how like we'd be like, yeah, no, man, 30 years fine. later. We're fine. And um, I'm like, you know, there's a moment in, I love going back to Hamilton because that's, that's where I'm at now. Yeah, man. So I'm feeling it. And uh, there's a moment where, spoiler alert, Hamilton, fast forward 15 seconds <laughs> if you need to talk about yeah. uh, where his son dies and pretty much he's, a big reason why and every night you have to be able to accept that as a father or you know what i mean and like i always go back to that scene man i, no I just kidding. it's like it's it's like it just happens in my head and i imagine being there and suddenly i'm sean penn and mystic river on the stage playing <laughs> hamilton you know what i mean like i don't get to scream or any of that stuff which makes it even harder it's like this volcano, like ready to erupt, but I can't let it. And so then, in that moment, I'm I'm finished on stage, man. And I'm just, you know, I'd be thinking like, man, if I'm if I was in the audience, what would I want to see? It's like that. That's the moment I want to see in this moment. Well, I will say that too, man. Which is a rare thing I feel like for it's, it's probably more expected now with um, people on in uh, on stage in Broadway to be like legit dope actors, but like. I mean, do you feel like you are almost at an advantage coming into this world, like knowing the training you had and the work that you'd put in and that you, because also in our BFA program, right? I mean, you weren't doing just musicals, right? You were right. doing, no, we, we were had, doing I mean, classics. Yeah, dude. I mean, Ibsen, Strindberg. Dude, there was a show called Vinegar Tom my sophomore year that Zane directed that Patrick Adams and I were like, which killers, wow. uh, which hunters? And it was just the <laughs> fucking weirdest show, but like, you just sink your teeth in because yeah. you're like, this is insane material. Like, yeah. I, but like you're so all into that program and, yeah. and just like, you know, kind of at the the mercy of like all those great professors to be like, hey, man, you clearly you're here for a reason. Yeah. You guys picked us for a reason. So like, let's all try to like figure this out, um, man. The only advantage I feel like I had were the teachers because they were I mean, if you didn't have my teachers, I, I just don't know. I know, yeah, dude. I, I don't know, man, because like I had a buddy ask me in the B.A. once he was like, he's like, is it that much better? I go, yeah, dude. I loved it, man. Who were your, um, your well? I had Brent Blair, obviously. Brent shout Blair, out, unbelievable. Shout out to Brent Shit, Blair. I mean, come man. on, dude. Just like the kindest dude and the most present dude, probably in the history Ever. of, of, of planet Earth. <laughs> Ever. I mean, jiggling your belly to get you to cry in front of your classmates, like, <laughs> and you will cry. And then, and then you're, you know, and to, and to like, a, not even forty eight hours later, see the value in it, you know? Because yeah. like, come on, man, yeah. like, yeah, we're we're dudes, and like, you're you're breaking down, like, it's just so. But I mean, I think, were you always willing to just like jump in or did you ever have trepidations about something that was being taught your I way? I do remember, uh, well, there was, uh, the only trepidation I, I, I think I had, and I just put it on myself, was a yoga class, right? Because yeah. in my mind, and this was my freshman year, you know, like just being a dumb 17, 18 yeah. year old thinking he knows everything. Yeah, dude. And I just didn't. And I was like, how is yoga going to help? I know. How's it going to help? I'm yeah. in a BFA acting yeah. program. And you we know, might as well do calligraphy next. Yeah, and what are the bullshit skills? <laughs> yeah, what are, what are you talking about yoga? And I wish I had gone into it with more of a clear mind and more of an accepting mind. Yeah, because I do it now. 
I wow. do yoga now, like wow. just to, before. Yeah, listeners should know he's been in the downward dog the entire time. <laughs> yeah, so, man, yeah, and committed. Shavasana's next, yeah. <laughs> which is basically my favorite pose, and all you do is just lay down and try not to go to sleep at the end of a yoga class. I'm not even Shavasana? kidding. Shavasana, Shavasana, man, get into it, dude. Damn. It's the best, man. It's the best. And uh, so anyway, into it, yeah. you gotta get into Shavasana. I know, man. Well, I saw like I have a handful of comedian buddies that got into yoga, and they like, yeah, they preach about the changes and like the thing the, is, man, it the just centering that it gives you. Yeah, it's like you can't really. So many people, hundreds of thousands and millions of people are doing this thing, right? Yeah. Not everybody's crazy, like you know what I mean, like. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like that is very important for you to say because there's a definite character that people associate yoga people with. Sure, and they're yeah. like, oh, dude, like you're gonna be eating like granola seeds over. Yeah, and it's like, like tell on. me, how, like you didn't wear shoes to the class because like your, <laughs> you know, your bike broke, so you walked yeah. from Miracle Mile, which was like took you three days to get here, and like, <laughs> but yeah, there's this like definite. Um, idea i think of what it is but yeah. is it really just like the taking time for yourself that you a lot of it? it a lot of it is i mean yeah. you realize i at least i did you know also there's no like wrong way to eat a reese's right for sure. there's a thousand ways you can approach you know meditation right. and you know or just centering yourself and all kinds of stuff breathing techniques right you know if yoga works for you it works for you if it doesn't, you know, there's something else that will. Um, so Brent Blair, uh, Steph Brent Schroyer, Blair, Sh- Steph Schroyer, Paul, Paul Backer, Backer, R.I.P. Man, man, um, David Bridell, Charlotte Cornwell. Um, Did you have Zane? I had Zane. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't have her in a class. I actually had her for um, a show we did. Oh, great! Uh, which was awesome. She, you know, she don't play. She, uh, there was a, yeah, man, there was a a directness to her that, uh, locked me in. I, I'm, I owe a lot to, a lot to to all of them. Jack Rowe. Yeah. Jack Rowe. I had just a a G. Um, but Zane really like cut through the bullshit, man, in a way that was like so necessary. I mean, I don't know if you experienced this, but you know, doing only musical theater from high school and, and middle school and then coming in, like being, one of the big things that I that she worked on with me, and I think with anybody uh, that had come from that background, was strip not being so big and really mm-hmm. stripping mm-hmm. you down so that you were, you know, smaller for the screen, for oh, the yeah. stage, and not presenting everything. Yeah, you know, because I think we it's natural to come from that. Like that's all you know for sure. Uh, and as much as you thought you were dope in high school, you're like, yes, oh wait, like I can't. <laughs> it's like that doesn't fucking matter. Like you need to listen. Like you're too. Why would you do all that? Like your face getting. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Jim. Uh, did you have Jim for I, voice? Jim Wilson. Yeah, dude. And I had him for did... acting, yo. Oh shit. Jim. Jim. Did really? you have a private coach with him? No. Beck did that a lot. Beck did. Yeah. Beck yo, Beck. Jim Wilson's a beast, man. He is just he's like. In... He's everyone's second dad. Yeah, he's in Wyoming right now. Just. Uh... He'll listen to this. Yeah, he will. Yeah. He will. Jim um, right now is just like, uh, just are you taking care of yourself? Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you being good to yourself? Yeah. yeah I made these boots last night, skinned a snake. There aren't even snakes in Wyoming where I live, but I found one, <laughs> yeah. killed it. Now I'm wearing them. Now I'm wearing them. I mean, that guy just. Yeah, he's incredible. A guy that you want to learn and take everything from, right? Tr- truly. He that's wrote a book. Thing. He wrote a book. What book? Well, it's, it's the Art of Being a Man. Uh, that's not the title. The it's, Art of Being a Man? It's not. That's not the title, though. Make it's your a, own boots. Oh, man. He, and it's brilliant. Of course it is. I, I want to say, like, in the first five pages, it's like, hey, look, if you're reading this right now and you're like, oh, I don't really, I'm not really feeling it, put it down, come back to it in 10 put years. Put it down, turn around. I'm behind you. Let's go outside <laughs> and chat for a minute. Yeah. Like, huh? yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm reading yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not there, but I could be. Yeah, he really, 
he brought something special to the table, man. Yeah, I agree. All right, so he was one of your guys too. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, Mary Joan Negro, bunch of bunch of good folk. Yeah. Who? What just, do they? What do they yeah. tell you? So so then you do uh, your own plays and. Yeah. By the way, you got about like fifteen more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. You good? Yeah, what time is it? Seven thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Nope. 15. Let me think. Let what me you, look at this train schedule. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Jersey now. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna Uber you out of here. Hey, no. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. There's a big. Yeah. I I got you. I got you. My man, I got 15 minutes. Or oh, and something. Good. Shit. I got you. I got right. your Uber, baby. Bet. Um. Uh. All right. So so now. Uh, when you get what's the first musical you get into at SC at SC that is and by the way I will yeah. we'll, a few more minutes on this I just love the SC shit because that yeah. was such a big part of this but then I obviously then we'll jump right in Hamilton and, and all no, that because that's, yeah, whatever. that's insane I'm down um, but like the musical because I feel mm-hmm. like college being the next thing before life yeah. right before you're coming out here yeah. so like what were the things that you did that that really were you like oh man Donald Weber like this is who now I know what I and becoming right, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. you do towards the end of college a little bit, yeah. To where you're like, I think I know what I've got now to take to the next uh, level. Uh, yeah. Like I'm building, I'm these these blocks are getting uh, stacked. So like, what was the show or what was the, um, I don't know, man, the oh, man. year. Probably uh, my junior year. Yeah, my junior year. What did I do in the fall? I, um, man, what was it? Maybe we could look it up and go back. Junior year was Carousel. And then... You know what's so crazy, too? I remember hearing about you, too, after I left. Like, just from, wow. like, alumni and teachers, like, through the grapevine about, like, man, Donald Weber's fucking crush. He's coming up, crazy, man. Oh, yeah, bro. dude. Which is crazy, because, you know, you're still running... That's one of the benefits, too, of just, like, being in L.A. after. Yeah. is like, especially when I was starting to do shows where I needed to have people come to see me to get stage yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know, I got so many people from the SC community and, and, and you know, acting class and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, just so the SC ties That's were so crazy. deep. And I just, people, man, your name was constantly being brought up. Wow. Yeah. Didn't you win some award too? I did. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, and it was my junior year when I won, I won three, I won the John Ritter wow. Comedy Award wow. for Carousel. I played uh, Mr. Snow in that. And then I won, uh, was like a best actors thing i think it was for the play that was that year anyway yeah i don't remember but uh, all right so that was an in-school year uh that was year, yeah my junior year. where you just like yeah you, lo- you felt like you locked in i was like oh okay yeah i got it and i played did- i played uh sid sorokin in the pajama game oh that was my junior year yeah sid sorokin in the pajama i game. actually saw that you saw that yeah, dude yeah you're incredible that was the f- thank you man yeah, that was dude, my first on, time man you know, what happened was sophomore year i thought i'd like prepared this audition to do company i was yeah. so excited to do company and i think kelly ward is okay with me saying this kelly ward he directed kelly how ward. to succeed yes kelly ward is a g He's i suggested year i suggested something to him because i had this thing in my head i'd been interning for henry winkler on hollywood squares yes, the fonts, yes. and he goes he goes if you if you think of something say something you're not there to fill space so i had that ringing in my head wow. the fonts being like speak up for yourself and so I go to Kelly Ward and I'm like, Kelly, man, I try to pitch him this joke for like doing something. And he yeah. just goes, 
oh man no <laughs> and i was like cool man i go i had to try he goes did you and i go oh boy. oh but like he was you know busting my balls but like yeah yeah of course what a fucking g man no man he's great the original um grease yes uh, greasers from greece yes yeah. yes yes all right so so he directed you in that yes and i re- so well sophomore year right so i'm preparing and you know mind you i had done i was in anything goes my freshman year and i was just in the ensemble right yep but I was ready, man. I was ready to take it on. You know, I was like, I would prepared company like you'd never prepared it before. Like, you know, I was ready for this guy. I wanted to play the guy. And if I didn't want to play the guy, I knew there were only like five spots. I was like, I'm going to be in this show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, callbacks, callbacks. We even had a special callback on like a Saturday, which in college is like next level. It yeah. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. So, and I didn't get cast in it. And I remember, like, this was the first time I talked to my drama teacher from high school, and I was like, I feel like I should say something. I, not say something, like, you know, combatively, but, like, maybe just ask if there's something I can work on. Yeah. And he was like, I think that's a great idea. And I didn't know this, but he and Kelly Ward knew each other. Oh, shit. And so, anyway, I draft my email up, and I send it, and, you know, I'm I'm nervous because, you know... I don't know how anybody's going to take to this. Because like, I, I wanted to make sure I was not saying, look, I should have been cast right. or any of that. I wanted to just be like, hey, look, if there's anything I can work on, let me know because right. I want to work on it. And he was like, let's have a meeting. So we sat in the Bing Theater yeah. before like their second week of shows. And this was the first time. Like This was probably one of the first times in my life where the line between uh, adult and kid yeah really was erased wow this guy man this person on person i he was just like yeah we're gonna we're gonna sit here and we'll talk and you know he regarded me as i was a man and it was like one of the first times i was like wow i'm an adult and i'm having an adult conversation yeah with you're not talking down to me you're talking to me yeah we're just talking we're having yeah. a talk and it was great because i was so honest with him and you know and he was honest with me and we talked and I remember feeling like, man, that, that just, that was a milestone in my life. Yeah. Something just happened. Grew where, up a little bit. Yeah, I did. And even to this day, like directors and, you know, choreographers, everybody, we have conversations like, you know, because we're all on the same playing field, yeah. right? He really, Kelly Ward really leveled it out for me then. And it was great to just be like, wow, all right, we're not just teacher student. Wow. We're also person, person, and we're all out here together. Yeah. So anyway, I say all that to say the next year I did Pajama Game yeah. and, and he cast me as the lead in that, which was like a thing, yeah. right? Because this black guy playing Sid Sorokin, yeah. you know. Tell people why, a, the significance of that. It was great because, well, first of all, it's cool because it's already a guy who is not of this town yeah, who's coming into this town to be like, you know, the head of this company. Right. And so, you know, he sings this whole song about a new town is a blue town. Um, you know, when I first got here, they tried to make me say bye town. And here's this black guy on stage, you know, and like saying all this stuff about this new town. And it, he was so cool about it, man. Kelly Ward's like, let's use it. He's like, we are what we are. So guess what? Now you can come onto this stage and you can say, hey, I'm in this town and nobody's going to run me out of this town. And along the way, you're going to find love and, you know, all this yeah. great stuff. Wow, dude. Isn't that great? That's powerful shit, man. 
That dude was dope, man. <laughs> he was dope. Not, not, he makes me feel bad that I pitched him such a shitty idea. <laughs> uh, you still should pitch him some stuff, I man. I know, He's, man. He, uh, wait, is Pajama Game the the, uh, the show that has uh, Hey There, You with this? Yeah, oh, yeah. Me? Okay. Jason Robert Brown. Have you gotten to know him from being out here? Yes. Yeah. He guest professed my senior year at SC and did like a musical theater audition class. Yeah. He's, I'm chatting with him next uh, week. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. And just the man. Amazing. But I remember yeah, he, he's the man. my song to audition for the class that we worked on for Is a couple weeks was that one. And uh, yeah, he just, uh, it, it made me miss it too because I'd been so, I hadn't done a musical in four years since then. Yeah. And it was like, it got me back into, because he really, like you've been preaching about finding the emotion to attach to songs. Yeah. And like, man, he like, come on, there's there's no guy better than it that, uh, man. and really like having a, a, a little bit of time to like get into it like that. I was like, God damn it. I wish I had better pipes because I would love to get back into this, you know? Speaking of a genius, man, yeah. that guy. Uh, all right. So then you get to New York. Yeah. Well, actually, well, American Idol. Yeah. Wait, because I remember that being another big, because man, Facebook was probably about, <laughs> I don't know, four years uh, yeah. into going or five. Yeah. So like this is still, and YouTube is the time when when people are just like freaking out. If, if something happens online like that has been captured, everyone's going to find out about Everybody. it. Everybody. And you, so, so Idol comes along yeah. and still is American, like still has yeah. uh, procedures uh, behind it. This was like, I would learn later, this was the one season that everybody only watched the auditions. Wow. <laughs> you know? Because it was it was like they were trying a new format. Actually, that's not true. This was the first season Ellen was there. And so everybody was watching Ellen for the first few episodes. And then they ended up not tuning in for the rest of it. Yeah. But that's just according to, I don't know, ratings. Yeah, for knows. sure. But anyway, I remember. So I graduated SC and my drama teacher was retiring. And so he said, hey, look, you should come and interview for this job to be a teacher. And I was like, what? Teach what? Teach what? <laughs> yeah, I just left, man. I just stopped learning. Yeah, yeah. that's part of the one of the benefits of leaving. I don't yeah. have to keep being around this shit. What's the school anymore? So anyway, he was like, no, you should because, you know, you're going to want to go and audition immediately. And I'd already made my mind up. I was like, yeah, I'm going to audition for everything. Yeah, I'm jumping right into it. Yeah, why not? And he was like, you're you're going to do that anyway, but just come and be a part of it. Whatever. So I have, so I, you know, I'm like, okay. And I go and have my interview with my principal, the person who literally was just my principal like four years earlier. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, go get your classroom ready. And I was like, wow, this is really happening. I'm a teacher now. What the fuck? Yeah, man. So I go and I- <laughs> I had no idea. As you know, was ordered to go and get my classroom ready. So I start like- What does that consist of? Well, for me, I am I think I'm really inventive. I mean, again, <laughs> yeah. I came from a, a drama teacher who like pulled me to the side and said, are you going to be this or that? Yeah, yeah. Choose now, basically. Don't answer now, but choose now. Kind of. But like he would, so he would make his classrooms look like half a stage and half a classroom, you know? And so he, he had risers. So I just started putting risers up and- you know, then putting the class on the other side and, you know, putting up all the posters of shows that I yeah. loved or whatever. And that was it. That was, you know, and now I'm a teacher and I just would use like Paul Backer's syllabus. <laughs> it's like, great. I'll just use this. Dude, good we'll talk about no theater call. for a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we'll figure out what it is together. And we'll check into our body. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was great because like he really, my drama teacher, Doug Griffin, oversaw my first year. I ended up teaching three years. For oh, three shit. Years. Yeah. 
while auditioning. So um, along the time of auditioning, um, one summer it was like, hey, let's go audition for Idol. So we did, and then it was me and my two other friends from the SoCal Vocals. Fuck yeah, dude! Shout out Acapella. Dude, one of the dude, what a crusher yeah. group! You Great guys were group, insane. Yeah, man. we won championships yeah, and stuff. Man. Like it was ridiculous. You, so another thing you traveled with and yeah. did like competitions. Yeah, I mean that's a whole other world in itself. It's a whole other no world, idea. Man. Has Pitch Perfect captured it enough? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think so. Because I mean, like, I would see you guys just crushing it and being like, "Yeah, what is that like?" First thing as a dude, too, you're just like. Yeah. Dude, Donald just must be swimming in chicks. Because <laughs> I mean, you guys were just crushing. Man. We were everywhere. Yeah, man. it was dude. great. Um, All right, so you like so you, so you get some strength so, in numbers. So we do, yeah. So the three of us go and we do it, and it's as crazy as it looks, right? The audition it, process. Oh, it's nuts, man. We were at the Cow Palace in San Fran, and we drove there from L.A. So we took a seven-hour drive, and we got there. Anyway, on the drive there, we were like, "What are you gonna sing? What are you gonna sing? What are you gonna sing?" The three of us individually, and then we we're like, "We should, we should maybe think of something together, just in case." Whoa! Because like you know, everybody knew the game. Yeah. It's like they they're gonna want a story. Yeah. So like we we're like, let's sing something just just in case. So we did this like rescue song, and so sure enough, we got up there and we each did our individual things, and then we each did. I mean, then we did a song together, and they were like, "Great, you're through," and we were like, "Wait, what?" So we were through to the next round, yeah. which was going to be for producers. Yeah. Then after that round, it was going to be for Simon and all the folks, yeah. like Randy. And so then we get to that round and they bring us in as a group. And so we do our group song and they're like, great, great, great. Let's hear you guys sing individually. And one by one, we come up and do our thing one by one. And then Simon, so I was the last to go. And Simon was like, yeah, you should come back. And like, he kind of just kind of was like, yeah to the two friends yeah. and I was like not feeling that and I was like alright cool well I'm probably never coming back after this and like we left we, whatever but we had we had gone through so many rounds and we were just so excited to be there yeah and we were like hopefully we'll be on TV yeah like, yeah you get you a know, little exposure from it yeah they had pictures of us or whatever yeah and um, so I remember us going to eat before we came back to LA and I was like y'all going back and it was like I don't know we'll see what happens next year yeah Fast forward to next year, and now I'm teaching. So now, now this is mine. Yeah, that was my senior year. Yeah, in yeah, college. yeah. Now I'm teaching, and I'm like, well, Idol is. I wasn't gonna go to San Francisco, but I was like, well, I guess they're at the Rose Bowl. I'm not doing anything this Saturday. Let's just go. Yeah. And me and my girlfriend at the time we went, and then they were like, Oh yeah, you were here last year. I was like, Yeah. Simon told me to come back. Is he real? Is he for real? Yeah. They were like, Yeah, great. So then they gave me my ticket and I went straight to Simon. Whoa. And it was wild because Katy Perry was like the guest judge yeah, man. in the room. Never forget that. Well, here's here's some I've crazy dream, stuff. NyQuil dreams about, about Katy Perry. Going down. Yeah. So that's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, woke up to an alarm clock. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> so Katy Perry was the guest judge. What was cool about that was she had literally opened for the SoCal Vocals. What? Isn't this the craziest Wait, thing you've heard? What? Isn't this no crazy? Fucking way. So we were at like room forty five some some place in LA, Hollywood, like Yeah, yeah. You know, Gabriel Mann was playing that night. Dope. And he w- wanted us to open for him. Yeah. And Katy Perry was also gonna open. So she Who? opened for us, 
this woman named Katy Perry, like nobody knew, who was amazing. Yeah, like crushed. Had, she had like a Corona bottle like at the bottom, like with her guitar. She sang Thinking of You. She sang, um, uh, anyway, songs that were on her first album, yeah. basically. And like, so I'm in the room and I'm like, just want to say, you know, this is kind of crazy because um, <laughs> Katy Perry actually opened for my acapella group and I sang the lead that night. And she remembered. Whoa. No way. Yeah, she was like, "Whoa, what? oh, you sang the lead that night." I was like, "Yeah." Oh my. She was like, God. "Oh my gosh, that's incredible." Well, what are you singing? I, she was like, "He's amazing." And I, so, like, immediate validation. I'd already had man. like oh, a seal man. of approval. And Simon was like, "No, I, I remember you." Uh, so, what are you going to sing? And I sang Alicia Keys. Um, Some people want. Yeah. Know. You know, Fallen, but I sang right? it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, no. If it ain't you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If I ain't got you. Yeah, like, yeah. Amazing. And um, everybody gave me yeses, man. Randy was the only one. He was like, I'm going to give you a yes, but like your song choice, man. You got to come up with a better song. I was like, I got you. I got you. When we go to Hollywood, I got you. Gave me the golden ticket. I was out. Next thing I knew, like this whirlwind is happening, right? Because they're really intense. You're not allowed to be in the union, any, any union, you know. You're not allowed to like have any affiliation. Have a laptop. With yeah, man, it's have cool. come in the last six weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, they're, they're like crazy, bro. Regimen, yeah, and so like they make you do these things. Like I was in a uh, when we were there, we're at the Kodak Theater for Hollywood Week. Like you'd have to come in and get interviewed by the FBI. What? Yeah, man, I'll never forget this. Like just to make sure you're not cooking for yeah, cocoa puffs. Yeah, they have. I mean, they have to. Yeah. Because they, they haven't at, they haven't at this point. Yeah, right? so no. This is they're like okay. This is the real check because they can't do that in the audition round when everyone when no. hundreds of thousands of people were there. No, they can't FBI check everybody. You know what I mean? So like now the you know a hundred of us are like going in one by one to get FBI checked. And it was oh, like shit. I remember being so freaked out, man. Of course, was, you know what am I gonna do? And this I'm it's just so dumb in the interview. It's like it's just like. Um, you know, trying to give them anything yeah. to make it oh, seem yeah. like, hey, look, this is probably the weirdest I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I was like, look, one of my favorite shows is the first 48. Like, that's the dumbest yeah, thing I could have yeah, ever yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they were like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. Did <laughs> I was you like, kill anybody, though? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so, so, you know, so I don't. I was a yell leader. Yeah, I was uh, a yell leader. So, uh, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anything else guys <laughs> man that was it you know that was it and then hollywood week was amazing yeah the cameras followed me around like it like you just never they don't know they don't know which way they're gonna go yet so like you everybody's a star and like they're treating you like you could be in the top 25 top 10 whatever and you were getting like recognized and shit at this it. point too right i mean yes. you were starting just the exposure at that point was oh at this point it was kind of, it was it was very small okay yeah you know like not even but your audition had been circulating and stuff. I would see that get. Yeah, when Simon said he remembered me, I, yeah. I felt like, yeah. okay, this is good, yeah, a yeah. good place to be. You know, Wait, what, yeah. What did you sing in the Hollywood? Like, I was in a group with. So my the four of us out of the four of us, three of us were in the top five of American Idol. Damn, I was not one of them. Yeah, I actually was like the twenty sixth person. Like, I came down the aisle with the other guy. You know, they do the thing. Yeah. And they're like, all right, one of you's going through. And it was like, he's going through. And I was like, okay, cool. Damn. I'm out. But anyway. You were that cool about it? Yeah, because I was like, I'll just be back next year. Whoa. They love, they, you know, come back next year. They love that. There was one of the producers who was like, I loved her. Loved her. Like, she was so fun. Like, yeah. you know. And like, so 
you know, my second time, I have no pressure. I'm feeling good. I'm like, and, uh, you know, I remember saying to her, I was like, well, are you on Facebook? Let's do a Facebook thing. She was like, well, if you, if we're friends on Facebook, you can't compete. Damn. And I was like, all right, well, you'll know I'm not coming back if I ever friend you friend request you on Facebook. So anyway, I did come back a third year. Yeah. And I didn't make it past the judges. They, no way. No, they sent me straight to the, they sent me straight to judges. And what'd you uh, sing? Oh man, what did I sing? Family Matters theme song. Yeah, right. I sang something that didn't. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. They were like, ah. And I and I remember leaving and being like, all right, let me just make it official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, fuck. But it was great. In Hollywood Week, I sang um, Natasha Bedingfield, Unwritten. No way. Yeah, they give you like a list, like a three-page list of songs you can sing. And I remember seeing that and being tough like, song, man. well, I was like, this song will probably separate me from, you know, everyone else singing guy songs, you know, if they're a guy. Well, how's the one go again? It's uh, the, um, the rest is still in that, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Natasha Bainville. Damn. And I forgot my lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> and Simon had just said, he was like, if anyone forgets their lyrics, they're out. And I thought I had made it through because everybody was getting cleared out. And I was like, all right, maybe they're going to forgive me. Fuck. But then, oh shit. All right. So now, well, that experience is insane. And uh, it's amazing. All it does is build you up, right? Just build you up. To to go, all right, now I'm ready for it. So then, okay. So now, when, uh, and we'll spend a few minutes on this and get you out of here, but like to move out to New York where we are, like that just seems so insane to me. Yeah. To, uh, I mean, look, I moved from Seattle to LA for college. Wasn't it was a couple hours away. Still yeah. moving for college is a big deal, but like you're now coming out here across the country to do something that I feel like, even with all the experience you have accumulated at this point, is up on this pedestal of like yeah, yeah. I'm now um again almost starting over in a sense, but just knowing you, I feel like the the uh competitor in you and like the the uh I don't know, the uncertainty of like having to jump in and just fucking start auditioning and start introducing yourself, right? Like being new to all these people is going to be pretty exciting, right? Oh, was yeah. That, was that your mentality? Totally. Well, I, I had, um, so finally, my final year of teaching, Yeah. I was pretty much ready. I was like, I'm going to not teach anymore after yes. this. I love- Because there comes a point where you're like, maybe yeah. like, am I going to be doing this? Exactly. Well, and I went and auditioned for the show in LA called Jersey Boys. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I mean, if it's about Frankie Valley and them, I'm probably not going to get cast, yeah. right? Well, it turns out I did really well, and there's one track for a black actor, and I didn't know this. I hadn't seen the show before. It's a guy who starts the show off, and he's he's um, a guy who really exists. Uh, Yannick is his name. He's in. He's a French rapper. Yeah. No, now I'll murder it. Because it's been so long. Anyway, I got cast in it. You need to really brush up on your French Yeah, rap, I need to, to do some more French <laughs> rap, man. Tukutsukisa de la vibe. No, something like that. Anyway, it's Damn. Oh, What a Night, but in French. Whoa. And he opens the show and like, you know, then he's in the show throughout as like, you know, some old timey singers yeah. or whatever. So anyway, um, I didn't know I booked it. They called me as the like final curtain for Once on this Island was coming down of a show I directed. You directed it? Yeah. Did that my senior high year in high school. Yes. Yeah. Again, all white cast, one yes. Filipino dude. That's am- amazing. Amazing show, though. Of course. Yeah. Oh, it's such a great show. Yeah. Man. Music's incredible. Um, and so I got the phone call from a 212 number, and I was like, what? Answered it. Hey, can you get to New York tomorrow? What? I could barely pay for rent. Like, you know, so I called my mom. I was like, hey, can you buy this ticket for me? Of course. 
So they flew me out here. I'm thinking I'm going to get here. There's going to be four people auditioning for this role. Yeah. And it was me and like 39 other guys who looked just like me. And I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. This is it. This is it. And, but that entire day, I, the audition started at 10 a.m. And I didn't leave until 6.50. And I left and I was walking down to go into the subway to my sublet. And I got a phone call. She was like, hi, Donald. Could you come back? And I came back. And the choreographer was there and he was like, look, everybody else is green light, green lit you except for me. I just need you to do exactly because I would, you know, embellish some moves or whatever. Yeah. And so he was like, I need you to just do exactly what I show you. I was like, OK, just to see that you can do that. The sweat was like, pouring. Oh, I was like, it's yours to lose. Yeah, man. It's mine. And so like just sweat, full and sweat. How much in that moment are you thinking like this could either be the beginning or end of it all, man, because I'm about to get a chance to be because <sighs> this way. So this was on Broadway in Jersey Boys. So this was to go on the tour. Fuck. And the tour. So so at the end of it, he goes, all right, you're going to get it. I was like, because oh, wow. you did it. You locked in. Locked in. Yeah. And so he was like, you're going to get it. I was like, wow. So I left and then I got a call and she was like, all right, so we're going to put you on a flight to Appleton, Wisconsin tomorrow. I was like, what? So my things were still literally in my teacher's box in Los Angeles. I had just come here to audition. I had a carry on. Next thing I know. You had class the next day, no? Yeah. Well, no, not not technically. Because okay. as soon as the show's done, I'm done. Gotcha. You know, so it was one of those things where okay, it was like, yeah, all right, yeah. so we're good. And then like, so, but my things were still in the teacher's box. And like, it was like, wow, tomorrow I'm, I'm going to be in Appleton, Wisconsin. Okay. So, and then I never went back home. Whoa. After Jersey Boys was going, I had done a readings of Motown the Musical in yep. LA and New York. And I was doing Jersey Boys and I got a phone call. Hey, you're going to Broadway. I said, what? He said, Motown's coming to Broadway. You're going. And I was like, okay, got on the flight, oh my came here, God, dude. and I've been here ever since. That was, oh in, my God, yeah, that was. I remember when you got Motown because that was a fucking big deal. Because that's huge, man. I mean, you're on Broadway now. Yeah. I mean, do you still can you access that day? What that was like? Yeah, I was yeah. in I was in Canada with Jersey Boys, and I was standing next to this guy named John Gardner, and we had just got finished golfing. Like it was like my life was so different than how I'd ever imagined yeah. it because here I am in Canada golfing. I didn't know how to golf for anything. I probably had never watched a full. <laughs> I probably called them golfing matches. Yeah, like yeah, growing yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When's the golf match over? Yeah, yeah. And so like here I am golfing like and like we had just gotten home and I got the phone call and I was like, wow. I looked at John. I was like, yo, I'm going to Broadway. He was like, what? And I just was just like. It's happening. I stood there. I just cried. Yeah, man. I was like, wow. It's really happening. That's surreal. And then you call everyone in your family. Everybody. Your mom just freaking oh, out. Oh, yeah. My mom was like, when, like. And it's Motown. It was I Motown, mean, like, man. It you was, played Barry Gordy, right? I, yeah, I covered Barry. I, I played one of the Temptations. I played this guy named Mickey Stevenson, who still. By the way, I saw you in Motown, and I remember. I don't know if you remember, but I couldn't. Yes, I had to go to no, something right after. You didn't and I see me. See you. Here's what happened: We got our wires mixed up, our wires crossed. Oh, that's right. Because were, I had left to go and do a new show. Holler if you hear me. Right? Yes, and I thought you were coming to see Holler if you oh, hear that's me. That's right, dude. And you were at Motown. That's right. I felt that so bad that night, bummer. man. Yeah. I remember that, man. I remember that. I was like, dang. I think I was waiting outside. I the literally, stage door, yo. And you were like, I'm out here. The whole night. Because it was like, <laughs> you were like, you were like, yo, I'm at the show tonight. I was like, wow. Yeah. 
And we, you know, Holler, we were only open for like a month. Yeah. And I was like, this dude, man, he came through, man. He's here at the show. <laughs> and I was so hyped, man. Yeah. And I came out the stage door, man. I was looking for you. And I remember being like, yo, what's up? Do yeah. you enjoy the show? Or yeah, not? you trying to ghost me, man? <laughs> yeah. I thought you was excited. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh, shit. And Holler was the Tupac Yes. One? Yeah. Tupac Shakur. Dude, that's it. Did you play Tupac? Nah, I played, so it wasn't really about Tupac, it was just his music, but I played the guy who kind of like ignites the plot, right? So I played this guy's younger brother right? who gets killed by gang violence, and so the older brother has a choice. Does he, you know, go and try and like avenge my death? And I was never about it. I was never about the gang life, right? right. I was supposed to be the guy who's going to go to college and do all these amazing things. Yeah, yeah. Or is he going to choose to, you know... I don't know, figure out a way out of it. You know, fuck. Intense show? It was intense. Man. Yeah. It was intense. Uh, how soon after that does Hamilton become something that is well, now your life? Yeah. Which, by the way, let's just, again, I don't know if I've said it yet, but you leave when? I leave January? December 27th. Oh, my God. That's so soon. Yeah. To go to Puerto Rico. Puerto yes. Rico. Warm weather. With Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. And you're ba- this is basically the f- taking Hamilton for the first time. To Puerto Rico. It's crazy. And you're playing Aaron Burr? Yes. What the fuck, dude? The damn fool that shot him. What the fuck, dude? Y'all be looking into the man's eyes every night <sighs> like like we're friends, and then I'm going to shoot him at the end. <laughs> That's crazy, yo. That's so insane. I remember seeing that Did you that ever show, think when you were a yell leader that you would be about to go to Puerto Rico with arguably no. the biggest musical of all time? Of No. Never. That Never. show is... Uh, I... Uh, I mean, you're probably going to, I mean, that experience is going to be insane. And who knows the doors and what's going to happen after that. Right. Because that's, and you were just even telling me before we started, like, you know, I was asking you if it's become real yet, because that's like a huge, sometimes things like that happen and you're just like, I don't know. I need something from the outside to like <laughs> shine a light on how yeah. special this is. And you said you were getting a lot of messages and lots and of nice wake messages up. and stuff. But like, even still, I, so I, Hamilton is, uh. I mean, that's now like, I mean, when it comes back too, I mean, yeah. like, you'll, will you, all right, so the show becomes a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After Hall If You Hear Me. Yes. Like, would you hear word of like, oh, there's this new show that's coming out or what? Yeah, there was like one audition for it. It was for like a a workshop of it. And it was for one of the roles that I didn't necessarily know if I was right for or not. Yeah. But I auditioned for it. And so I knew there was this new piece that Lynn, the guy who wrote, you know, in the Heights, like yeah. I knew there was something happening, you know. And then, of course, once it was cast and like was cast with all of our friends, because once you start working out here in New York, everybody's your friend because you, you just do the same show. It's basically. a small community. It's yeah, a small community. So you really got it once you break in. Yeah. If you don't fuck it up that first go around. Yeah. Then you're lucky enough to. Word spreads. People talk about, yeah, yeah. Don was great in this. Yeah. You should use him for that. Exactly. And they probably start just looking at all the pictures on the wall, right? Being and seeing all the shows and being yeah. like minority report style, like how who can we drag into this thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. So I remember going to see it at the public and all our friends were in it and I was like, Man, this is incredible. I was like, but Blown that, away. I want to play Aaron Burr. I'm friends with Leslie Oldham Jr. Oh no shit. In. I was like, I told him when he came out, I was like, first of all, <laughs> you're gonna win a Tony for this. Secondly, I wanna play it next. You know, I remember what saying say? that to him. He was like, "Yo, it's all yours. As soon as you can, you can take this thing. As soon as I'm done." <laughs> wow. You know, of course, it didn't happen that way. Yeah. And uh, when I finally got cast in Hamilton, 
I actually didn't even cover Hamilton or Burr, and I covered the three sons of liberty. Wow. So Jefferson, yeah. and Hart Mulligan, and the kid. Cover meaning understudy, right? Understudy, yeah. yeah. And uh, Which I'm, is a big the, deal. I mean, huge. Right? Like when you I was so excited. know that being in a show as ensemble is huge, but yeah. they're basically saying like, hey, at any moment. I, I mean, I feel like that's one of the most important parts. If you're understudying, like yeah. at any moment if something happens, you just have to step in sure. and do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I so I learned one of them, and then the director came out, and he was like, I, I want you to, um, we're going to have a work session with you for uh, Hamilton. I was like, what? <laughs> and you know, so I'm crushing it at this point. Yeah. Do you I'm feel like you're feeling are, like, it, man? Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm loving it. So, like, then I get the Hamilton cover. And then next thing I know, I'm one of the Hamilton alternates, which means I'm going on every Sunday because Hamilton's only do seven shows a week out of the eight. And on the eighth show, the alternate comes in because the, sh- the role is so demanding, yeah. right? Also, you got to start working in yeah. the other guys in case you do have yeah, to go yeah. on more, right? You yes. have to have some reps. So I ended up doing it a hundred times before I left, which is crazy because like understudies, as an understudy, you, you know, you're lucky if you're going on like once every couple months, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe you a month. You didn't a hundred times. Uh, one, zero, zero. Bonkers, dude. A hundred times. That role is insane. We literally count our, our, times we go on and the part of the reason is because the guy who's playing hamilton um who's an unbelievable actor performer he's on a, a, a new show now um he was he wasn't well he was he was sick and so he was you know because he hold held the highs or held the high held the show so high you know he was performing while he was sick while we were getting ready damn yeah he he had to do the show a bunch while he wasn't well and, um, How does that happen? Does he just like musically change some things if he just can't hit it? Or no, he's just a, he's, he's just a superhero. Through. Yeah, dude, he's he really is. He's a superhero, and you know, luckily, you know, he was able to do that because without him, we wouldn't have a show. And so then they trained me and another guy, and then we did it, and so we were able to do it while he was gone and recovering. Then as he got better, you know, the times you know came less and less, but. And then you would chat and then you would cover other Aaron Burr and other parts, no? By the time I, right before I left, kind of like as a gift, they allowed me to cover Aaron Burr because they knew I was going to be going. And uh, I was wearing like Wayne Brees. You were going to be going to where? I was going to go and do a new show Oh, where I would finally play the lead, my first lead in a professional place. And I would play B.B. Uh, Winans in a show called Born for This. And so they were like, great, we're going to support that. And so I I didn't have costumes for Burr. Yeah. And they were like, all right, so we'll give you costumes if you can fit these. And like It was like Wayne Brady's <laughs> jacket and Joshua oh Henry's. Sort of, yeah. yeah, it was like, you know, so I was like wearing a, a hodgepodge of clothes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I went on. I went on for Burr only four times. Wow. And so I think one of the guys who, who runs the joint was there and then – that spawned the idea of me possibly doing it with Lynn. Only four times? Yeah. You were that uh, I mean, on I fire. I was excited. Do you remember that it. first time being on stage as Hamilton? No. Yeah. Lights <laughs> out. Blackout. I couldn't tell you a single thing. Other than I, d- I do remember- The nerves that day? Oh, I mean, do you remember man. anything? Did you sleep? Did you eat? Did you talk I'm to anybody? I'm sure I did. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure. Yeah. At some point, you know. But yeah, no, man. I don't remember. Do you have a routine- before shows now now i do yeah i'm always so I'll curious do like a little a quick little like you know a quick warm-up maybe a little yoga a little definitely a lot of breathing 
a lot of um, Brent Blair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All but but Oh man, red leather, yellow leather, red leather. Hey, you get off of my cloud. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Man. <laughs> Wait a minute, what was it? I never got, <laughs> never that, got one. that one. Hey, you care bear get off of my cloud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to open up the back oh, of the man. throat. Brent Blair had us. Damn, Brent, getting everybody off our clouds. Gangster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So all that stuff. Man. Do you vocal rest a lot? I know that that's. Yeah. Yeah, not really. Yeah. I mean, because when, you know, when when can you really? Yeah. I mean, if I'm ever feeling like down or out, I'm like, then yeah, I'll, I'll shut it down. Dude, that is, uh, I mean, that show, I saw it in LA. Uh, yeah. I don't know who did it at the Pantages about a year ago. Yeah. I don't know if you, do you guys know all the people that yeah, are Yeah, I think the guy who, if you saw the guy who, uh, if you did not see an understudy, you saw Michael yes. who's playing I, on Broadway now. Okay. Yeah. Unreal. It's amazing. But, uh, I mean, when I found out you were doing that, I was just like, oh, that's so next level, I can't even wrap my head around it. <laughs> I mean, that part I can't even... I mean, look, dude, there's a lot of amazing shows that have come and gone, yeah. and a lot of demanding parts. But I, uh, there's just every element of, um, man, singing, dancing, acting, listening, being articulate, like... Yeah. I don't know how. I mean, maybe some of that shit from from Jim and Brent Blair came into play, but like for sure to talk that fast. Like all, there was times where I was sitting there being like, just waiting for somebody to slip up and being like, and nobody ever does. It's crazy. I mean, you just you just can't be thinking about that, right? Nah, you can't think about that. It's repetition. I mean, don't get me just, wrong. There, there, yeah, there will be slip ups, of course. You know, but like, nah, you don't think about that, man. Especially in a role like that, it's just like you got to go. Yeah, and that's that's what they preach. You know, when you're learning it, it's like these people, these guys, they didn't have time to like sit back and they just were like, "Let's go, we're go- we got to do it, we got to do it." Everything was forward. Yeah, you know. So you feel like your game's been elevated from that. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. So you're like going to Puerto Rico. You're just like fired up. I'm I'm fired up. Do man. you know where you're gonna be performing? Do they have a whole? Yeah, they we're performing at uh, the college there. I want to say Teatro nice. of Puerto Rico. <laughs> nice. All right. That's probably what it is. Yeah. I'll probably find out more as we start rehearsals or Damn, continue man. rehearsals. It would be crazy if um, if they were sending you to Puerto Rico and then right after that to Appleton, Wisconsin <laughs> to open Hamilton there. That'd be hilarious. I mean, there, there is some full circle moment I like loved that Appleton, waiting to happen. It yeah. was dope. I loved Appleton. It's a small little town. But they got it together. That theater is amazing. Well, I feel like in those towns too, that's where people probably appreciate theater the most, right? Like, sure. sure. I mean, not that they don't in New York and L.A., but it's like, man, where it's not yeah. super. No, and there were great crowds in Appleton. But after Puerto Rico, we're going to San Fran, and it's going to sit down in San Fran for a while. Damn. Yeah. So it's never been there. It has. It was there for like four months. The tour that you saw in L.A. was yeah. in San Fran first. Okay, cool. For like four or five. So months you're going to go to San Fran for a bit. Yeah. When is that happening? We get there in February. When in February? February 27th. Dude, that's literally, I'm doing the comedy club that exactly from then to the, through, I think February 27th through March 1st or whatever. In San Fran? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, so we're there. Gonna come we're, see, we're there. Yeah, yeah we're going to come. Do. I mean, bring everybody. Have, yeah, are you kidding I mean, me? If you guys are, I mean, if there's a night off, I don't know what the schedule Well, I think like. we get there because January 27th is our final Puerto Rico. Okay. No, that's not true. Yeah, it is. January 27th. Then we have a week off, and then we start tech in San Fran, which means we probably 
might have some time. We'll be off. available. All right. Evenings. Uh, it's like five nights. I mean, two shows a night. I'm well. I'm there. Yeah, you're coming. Yeah, for I'm sure. there. Fuck yeah. And then yeah. you got to come. A thousand percent. Yeah. I want to see you in that show so bad. Yeah, dude. man. Yeah. Um. Well, it's uh. You know, I'm just like so pumped for you, man. Thanks. Man. Like you're just like. It's cool to know people that you feel like, um, you know, are are true, like, you know, what you want people who jump into this business to um, to be, where it's like, you haven't lost your head at all. You've just been, like, so affable to everybody. Um, even when I ran into you on the street in New York, man, it's like we hadn't seen each other since SC, and it was just like, like, nothing changed. Yeah. But it's just like so much work you put in, man, and you're like... Good things happen to good people. That old saying is true, man. But like you, uh, I feel like you're just also scratching the surface, which I feel like you know that too, which is pretty dope. That's what's cool about this business where it's like, you know, I know that you're, you know, taking all this in, but it's like, dude, I feel like it's just getting going, you know, like this is such a big opportunity, but it's like, man, I mean, you know, who knows what's coming, you know? Yeah, man. Thank you for saying that. Um, I agree. Yes. Who knows, man? But that's what's cool about our art form, too, in this yeah. business, where it's just like there's always new opportunities. And, yeah. uh, you know, there could be a Brent Blair musical that you star in <laughs> and Brent, you know, you know, has to sign off on you being in it. <laughs> He's like, I, I never envisioned myself as a as a spelt black man. But, you know, you know, but then, like, you know, then it happens. Um, well, where can people do, are you on social media a lot? Yeah. Yeah. At Donald Weber. Yeah, baby. For those that don't know how to spell it two b's in that weber <laughs> maybe that's the name of your memoir yeah, yeah. two b's i did do that in high school <laughs> two b's if you're nasty it was like it was a out of janet jackson thing miss jackson if you're nasty it just didn't really <laughs> yeah 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 it's not the best thing but i do do donald like the duck nice people will rem- remember that what are you posting what can people expect uh they can see pictures of me and put out Puerto Rico. That's not. That's it. Yeah. What accent is that, yeah, dude? That's uh, Japanese. I don't. Yeah. Know. Okay. I'm not good with accents. You can see pictures of me there. You're good um, with the stories too. I think love the, the Wiz Live you were doing. Yeah. A bunch, were you? Which is dope. Yeah, 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 for sure. Giving people that backstage access, man, yeah. is insane. That's that's they'll get a lot of that, especially uh, with Lynn being there. Yeah. I mean, this is really special, and I, and I I know it's special. It's so I'm looking forward to documenting just about as much as I can. Oh, I was gonna say like bring yeah. a GoPro or some shit and wear it the oh, whole time or something, man. That's a great I mean, I'm idea. sure they're gonna be documenting it, right? Yeah. Like it's I'm sure there's something in the works to even That'd just be, capture. That's a great idea, though. One day, man, just like wear it around. Yeah, you know, I'm just, and gonna just like wear it on my head. A day that's just like so you can like <sighs> go back and watch like everything that happened. I wish I had a drone. You see, have you seen Will Smith's Instagram? Yeah, dude. dude, he's killing it, man. By the way, there's the days of like celebrity mystery gone. gone. Once Will Smith joined Instagram, I was yeah. like, oh, like now there's no like. God, I wonder what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. guys, no, man. Yeah, it's like hey, come watch me jump into the Grand Canyon. Did you watch that? Yeah, of course I did. Fuck, man. 50, like fifty turns fifty. You know what? I'm gonna jump off of a moving. <laughs> What, <laughs> dude? I can't. A helicopter? I, mean, I know, man. I want like a, just a, a, a an eighth of his passion sure. for life. And then he got yeah. And what was so dope to me was like he got off and like you know, um, Alphonse Alphonse uh, Ribeiro Ribeiro is asking him. He's like, you know, what what would you say? And like his thing is like you gotta. Wilson is like you gotta commit. That's it. Yeah. You got to commit. Yeah. You know, sure, that girl might not like you, but how will you know if you don't commit? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, he was like talking to like all kinds of I was like, this dude know, is incredible. Dude. I would have gotten off that thing being like, what the fuck? 
fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, I'm still here, dude. Why'd you let me do that? Yeah. <laughs> Are y'all crazy? He hops off and immediately is like being He's, profound. Yeah, he is. Like, you gotta commit. <laughs> If you don't commit, then what are you doing? You know, it's just like. I know, man. Man. Yeah, that was insane. Uh, all right, you're the best. Thanks, Thanks for doing man. This. Absolutely, man. I love you. Thanks, Tom. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.